Welcome to Striving for Revival with Justin Cooper. This broadcast will challenge and encourage God's people to seek revival. We pray you'll be blessed as you listen to Striving for Revival. Welcome to the Striving for Revival radio broadcast. This is Brother Justin Cooper coming to you today from somewhere along the Revival Trail. My, what a privilege it is to have you join us for the broadcast today. And what an honor is mine to take the King James Bible and to share with you some eternal truth from the very Word of God. I'm praying today that God will take His Word and He'll apply it to your life directly and He'll meet whatever needs you have in your life. And here's the confidence that we have in Him, that God knows exactly what we need. He knows how to apply what we need to us, and it will be up to us to receive um, that word, if you will, and to obey that instruction. And I'm praying today God will do something not just for you in time, but maybe it'll even change uh, eternity. And God is able to do that. I thank God for the Bible. This book right here, very authoritative. It's a perfect book full of power. It is the final authority of everything else. This is our worldview. You say, what do you, what's your opinion? The Bible. What do you think about it? The Bible. Uh, how do you see that? Well, the Bible and everything about everything for the Christian ought to be filtered through, well, here's what the Bible says. Here's what the Bible says about how I live. Here's what the Bible says about how I dress. Here's how the what the Bible says about who I run with. Here's what the Bible says about what I listen to. Here is what the Bible has to say. And I thank God for the Bible and for Bible-believing people and those who strive to live according to what it teaches. Now, if you've missed our prior Bible studies, we have been in Genesis 22 now for seven or eight studies. We'll be there again today. And uh, We've been weaving our way down through this text, and we're almost through with it now, but the story uh, merited that much attention. It needed it, and uh, there's so much truth I've even left on the table here in Genesis 22, but if you've missed those studies, all of them are archived on our podcast. The podcast is found on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and some other places like that. You can type us in Google, and you'll find it. It'll come up there at the top of the search results and for free. It doesn't cost you anything to listen. You can become a subscriber as well, and you can hear all of those Bible studies, hours and hours of content all available for you right there uh, on the podcast. And so today we're going to get here, Genesis 22. Also, let me say this. Thank you to every radio station that carries us, AM and FM and shortwave, and then the online networks, of course. And God bless you for that. What an honor it is to join with you, to link arms and partner together. And what we're trying to do is to help folks uh, get to hear the gospel, introduce them to Jesus so that they might be saved, and then also encourage Christians along the way in times like like these, we need a savior. In times like these, we need an anchor. And I'm glad our anchor holds and grips the solid rock. And we know exactly who the Lord is. And his name is Jesus Christ. Here we go. Genesis 22. Verse 15, And the angel of the Lord called unto Abram, or Abraham out of heaven the second time, and said, By myself I have sworn, saith the Lord, for because thou hast done this thing, and hast not withheld thy son, thine only son, that in blessing I will bless thee, and in multiplying I will multiply thy seed, as the stars of the heaven, and as the sand which is upon the seashore, and thy seed shall possess the gate of his enemies. And in thy seed shall all the nations of the earth be blessed, because thou hast obeyed my voice. Now, there's some pretty good promises reiterated to Abraham there in that text. God comes back and reaffirms the Abrahamic covenant, and he says, Abraham, because of your faith, 
because you have obeyed me. I'm going to bless you. I'm going to make of you a great nation. I'm going to do things through you. I'm going to do things to you. I'm going to use you in such a way it's going to blow your mind. He said, I'm going to make your stars like the cedar as the stars of the heaven. And I'm going to make your seed like the sand on the shore of the sea. And your seed will have control or dominion and possess the gate of his enemies. They will not overcome you, Abraham. All of that is good, isn't it? All that's worth saying glory. All that's worth an amen right there. But watch now. It's contingent upon faith and obedience. And by the way, obedience is the offspring of faith. You cannot tell me you have faith if you do not obey. Amen. The book of James talks about that. The Bible talks to us there in the book of James about justification. And if you're not careful and learn how to rightly divide the scripture, you'll think, well, I'm saved by my works. But that is not what that text is teaching. It is teaching not justification in salvation, but justification in the eyes of the world that views our Christianity. Because here it is, the world cannot see our faith, but the world can see our fruit. And the fruit of faith is walking in accordance to the word of God. It is obeying God. And so here it is, Abraham had faith, and faith propelled him to follow God in obedience, and because of that, he was blessed. I want to ask you the question. You say you have faith. Well, do you have works as well? Because faith without works is dead being alone. Faith is not a dormant thing. Faith is not a a bedridden thing. Faith is not an idle thing. Faith is not a stagnant thing. Faith is something that moves and motivates and compels. And if you have faith in God, you will have fruit that proves the faith. Look at your life. Inspect every branch. Look at every area. Is there fruit that is hanging on the tree of whatever area that is in your life? Are you obeying God? Do you have faith Do you have faith? And Abraham is blessed. Why? He's blessed because of faith that birthed obedience. Hear it again. He's blessed because of a faith that birthed obedience. That's the reason folks struggle in areas of life with standards, behavior, thoughts. At the root of it all is a lack of faith or maybe just a negligent faith in what God has commanded or God has said. And because of that, there is no follow-through in the area of obedience. But Abraham is blessed. Here it is, because thou hast obeyed my voice. I wonder what blessings you and I are missing out on because we're not obeying. I wonder. I wonder what good things God has withheld because we won't obey. Most Christians, you talk to them, they want to be blessed. Not just Christians, but people. They want to be blessed. You can't be blessed outside of obedience. God isn't going to bless your sin. God isn't going to bless your uh, backsliding. God isn't going to bless your rebellion. So if you and I want to have the hand of God, the favor, the blessings of God, then we must follow through faith that births an obedience You're not going to be blessed skipping church every time the doors are open. No, you're not going to be blessed never studying your Bible, reading it. You're commanded to do that. You're not going to be blessed neglecting prayer. You're commanded to pray. You're not going to be blessed uh, failing to be a soul winner. We're called to be soul winners. You and I must be obedient. You're not going to be blessed living worldly. God calls us to be separate, distinct, and different to be no friend with this world. And I'm saying here today, God help us to have faith enough in God that we might obey what God has commanded us 
to do. Abraham is a blessed man, and it all is rooted in faith that obeyed. Hear me now, faith that obeyed. Abraham was living in Ur. That's where he was comfortable. That's where he was home. And that's what he knew. That was his culture. That was his town. That was his area. That was uh, his land. Those were his people. But when God called him to go, I'm glad he had enough faith, not just faith in God, but enough faith to produce obedience to God. And he rose up and he set out. His faith moved him forward. Father, listen, the blessing that your family enjoys or the blessings they miss might hang in the balance according to your faith that births obedience. Mother could say the same thing to you. The goodness uh, that your family enjoys, the blessings, the abundance, if you will, it could be hanging in the balance contingent upon your faith that births obedience. Preacher, if you won't be obedient to God, if you don't have enough faith to obey, your church might miss out on some blessings that they could enjoy if you have enough faith to trust God with whatever it is. I know a lot of preachers that think their ministry rises and falls on them and don't have enough faith in God. Their faith is in their own ability. Their faith is in their own intellect. Their faith is in their own organizational skill. That's not faith. Not the right kind. That's idolatry. Faith that births obedience is what brings the blessing. Well, we're going to close out our time today. That'll conclude Genesis 22. We'll get into Genesis 23, our next study. So if you'll join me then, you'll get on the ground floor of a brand new chapter here in the book of Genesis. I'm excited to get into that with you. And I tell you, there's nothing better than studying the Bible, walking with God, and being in the service of our Savior. Time is short. Jesus is coming soon. And when we see him face to face, we'll wish we would have given him more. Until next time, pray with me for revival. Thank you for joining us today for Striving for Revival with Justin Cooper. Listen at this time every weekday as we strive for revival.